FYI, this podcast contains spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 128 of the podcast that goes snicked. Snicked. We're your hosts. Jason and Denise Venable. What's up? And we're going to do everything Wolverine related for May of 2015, part one. Part one. Well, that's right. We're going to split it into two parts this month. Part two. For reasons. Later. Yeah. Just because. Mostly for scheduling reasons. Um, it's our podcast. We can do what we want to. That's right. I do what I want. Oh, I was thinking, it's my podcast <laughs> and I cry if I want. <laughs> well, and then change the words. Okay. It's my podcast and I... Schedule it when I want to. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't plan that one too well. Nope. Or at all. (laughs) Yeah. That's how we roll on the podcast that goes snake. That's right. So anyway, uh, yeah. So partially because on the second half of the month, we're going to start diving a little bit into Secret Wars. Ooh. And then also I just, I wanted to have something to put out and I didn't have anything ready flashback wise. So, um. Letting your trade secrets go. Yeah, yeah, a little peek behind the uh, curtain. But uh, we have two issues of Wolverines and some other stuff. I am going to say, and I'll, I'll probably say this next episode as well. Uh, when it comes to the Secret Wars stuff, uh-huh. there's going to be like alternate Wolverines all over the place. So we need an org chart? No, I'm just going to say up front, I will reference as much of it as I can. I am not going to break the bank buying every Secret Wars miniseries because there's like a hundred of them. Please don't. So that said, I'm you just going to... You are on a comic book budget. <laughs> what? What? I don't know what you're talking about. That said, I'm just going to buy... Obviously the regular series because I'm kind of excited about it. But then as far as the minis and the tie-ins, I'm just going to buy the ones that I would buy if I wasn't doing a podcast. And we'll talk about those in depth and then I'll kind of mention the other ones that I know about. Okay. So anyway, I'll like I said, when we actually get to those books, I'll probably say all that again. But just to kind of give everybody a heads up. Now, that said. So if you're going to blow your comic book budget this month? Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, I plead the fifth. That said, if anybody, you know, this goes for everything. If if anybody wants to like, start tweeting in or Facebooking in their own claw ratings and maybe a Twitter-sized review, a tweet-sized... Tweeties. A yeah, tweety review. I, for some of the Secret Wars books, maybe I can talk about that instead of my opinion. And even on the books that we cover all the time, if you want to have your... Opinion read, or yeah, basically read on the podcast. I'm not opposed to doing that. Kind of giving some other like listener ratings and whatnot. So if you feel inclined to uh, participate in our grading system on the books that you know we got coming up. Plus, uh, we love to hear what other people think. Yes, I would love very much. So We love to hear how y'all love me more as a, as a host. No, we're not, we're not giving a claw rating to the host. I'd Either like for six the comments, please. <laughs> okay, you said that like you're ordering it. <laughs> I do like six claws and super size with a side of fries. That's right. What in the hell is going on? <laughs> Max senses a rabbit. It's a wascally wabbit. Killed a rabbit. Killed a rabbit. 
<laughs> this Max adventure or misadventure may actually stay in the show. Usually, just for, for the, those of you listening at home, our fans, there's usually at least two pretty sizable Max interruptions in every podcast. Yes, he and you don't hear the them because door. I cut them all out. But that one, because he went so nuts, may just stay in. He came like bolting around the kitchen. He corner. was over at the. All right, so he he uh he likes to beg at the pantry. We have this thing where all his treats are. Yeah, there's like a little door hanger, and it says the spoiled rotten black lab lives here. Yeah, there's and a little wooden thing. Yeah, like you have in your dorm. And it hangs on the outside of the doorknob of the pantry. Yeah, and he goes up to it, and if you're not paying attention to him, he knocks the door hanger with his nose yeah. like hey and then looks over at you like what i didn't do anything <laughs> come over here and give me a snack yeah so he likes person. to just sort of hover the pantry door yeah, in the especially hopes. when we're when we're recording because i usually give him a uh we're going to ignore you for a little bit doggy treat and yeah. he knows that so if i don't give it to him right away like even if i just set up the podcast stuff like the microphones the my laptop. computer yeah. he goes to the pantry he's like all right give it to me <laughs> So he was hovering, and all of a sudden, he just came bolting, like, dude, open the back door. Well, no, but he didn't go right to the door. He stopped at, like, the side of the table. We're, we're at the kitchen table tonight. And he stopped right at the side of the table, like, at full attention, like, his ears perked up. He's, like, looking around, like, like scanning the room. You know, and he gets this thing where he wants to chase stuff, where he prances a little bit. Yeah. Like, he's the cock of the walk. And um, he sprinted over here, and then kind of pranced by the table, and then sprinted to the back door. Like, open so, it. Now. And I know you all are wildly entertained by the stories of our spoiled dog. There is a reason why we call him Max, the Darth Dog of Destruction. Yes, there is. But um, anyway, this is not the podcast that goes maxi. <laughs> That's a whole separate podcast. Oh, yeah. Dog show. <laughs> dog show. Oh, my gosh. But instead, this is the podcast that goes snicked, and we're going to talk about comics. So, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Hey, hey, we're we're the Wolverines. People say we snicked around, but we're too busy healing for anyone to keep us down. That's right. It's the beginning of the end of the Wolverines weekly series. Only four issues left, and we got two of them. Number 17 and number 18. All right. Number 17 is written by Ray Fox, art by Juan Cabal, colors by Antonio Fabella, letters by VCs Corey Pettit, Woo-hoo! and the cover is by Juan Doe. Interesting. Juan Doe? Yeah. As in like Jane Doe or John We've had Doe? Him before. You're just now getting around to this joke. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. Anyway, it doesn't really look like him. Shogun? No, it looks like Shogun, but it doesn't oh. look like Wando to me. But it is, apparently. And um, it's a pretty cool cover. It's like an off-white background. And then we have like a... What would you call this kind of art? It kind of reminds me of um, old ancient Japanese art. Mm, it looks a little too digital to be that to me. But, um, I think it's there, his interpretation. Okay. Like modernized, but yeah. I think it's really cool. I like it a lot, too. It's got the Japanese red sun behind Shogun, and Shogun is full of swords. Yep. I just, I love the texture of the, like, too. the spray on the the Japanese sun with the black yeah. kind no, of overspray. I, I think this is one of the better covers of this series for a while. 
Yeah, I've, I'm really digging this cover. Right. And remember when we left off with issue 16, we maybe had some potential story-wise, so yeah. let's, let's see what we got. I do want to bring out one thing. I know okay. I always complain on the iPad that I always like the colors of the printed comic, but I actually like the color of the teal in the digital better than your paper comic. I think this is the first where I actually enjoy the digital cover over the floppy. Yeah, it looks good. It makes it look more uh, animated, like cartoony. Yeah. Well, and like... They're not cartoony like a comic strip, but like an actual like TV show cartoon. Yeah. Well, and like my grays actually look gray. Yours look kind of black. Lighter black. Yeah. Yeah. So, and my reds accents on the swords kind of pop out a little bit more than yours do. Cool. But... Anyway, it's a great cover. So, kudos to Juan Doe on this cover. It looks really, really good. It's not his usual style, but I like it. <laughs> so, where we left off, our Wolverines went to rescue the uh, Weapon X rejects from Mr. Sinister at Arcadia. Mystique stayed behind and threw a fit. She didn't want them to leave. Don't leave me. And uh, basically, we get there. And, of course, the uh, the Weapon X rejects are now on Sinister's side. And there's a bunch of Sinister clones of Dokken. That look like Ken dolls. A little bit. Yeah. All right. So that's where we catch up. Uh, Mystique is still throwing her fit. We still have Dokken clones. And now they're going to attack our heroes. Mr. Sinister is going to uh, drink some Starbucks and watch. Um, I don't want to blow my opinion too soon. I'm not really digging this art. Mystique looks overweight, I was which is say, fine. I don't she, mind. She actually looks like a normal, yes. bootylicious <laughs> woman. Yeah. So I don't mind. But Sabretooth is like tall and skinny, yeah. which I don't like that either. And just... There's nothing wrong with any of these with any of these body types. It just doesn't look like the same characters. Well, and there are several times where Sinister looks like the Joker. In fact, it's even drawn very Joker-ish. Well, that's when he has the ha-ha-has behind him, yeah. Yeah. Of course, he's drinking his Starbucks and observing. With a knife. Can we point that out? It's not a spoon. It's a knife. Well, your name was Sinister. Would you use a spoon? You use a spoon because it hurts more. Scoop you out your twit. brains. That's right. It does hurt more. <laughs> um. <laughs> Why a spoon, cousin? I don't know. But Do scale. Do you not know what that movie word's from? What, what that line's from? What movie? Uh, no, it's top of a my head. A spoon, cousin. Why a spoon? Because it'll hurt more. You twit. It sounds like Monty Python. No, yeah. no, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. When the thieves are men in tights. Prince of Thieves, Alan Rickman, who uh, plays the Sheriff of Nottingham, goes on a monologue tirade about Robin of Hood and Robin of Luxley, and he goes, I'm going to cut his heart out with a spoon. Mm. And his cousin, who is, I can't remember the character's name, goes, why a spoon? He's very nippity. Why a spoon? And Alan Rickman, while he's saying, because it'll hurt more, is like spittling all yes, over this yeah. guy. He's good at that. Yes. Anyway, so our docking clones also attack Mystique's ship. And they take her out, or so they think. But, of course, she disguises herself as a clone and shoots one and then gets eye-blasted by another. Sabretooth takes out a whole mess of clones and goes after Sinister. But he runs into a force field. This wah, was a wah, very wah. bloody... Yes, lots of blood. Lots of gore. Oh, it actually says something. Yes, it says crack. 
when he hits when Sabretooth hits the force field, we have some crackle that spells the word crack behind his back. Don't step on the crack. You'll break Sabretooth's back. Oh, wow. So, um, anyway, uh, we get a cool snick from one of the clones, and then Mystique's ship blows up. She's trying to save her prisoners, but she can't. She falls out. Uh, more fighty, fighty, fighty. Uh, there's a really stupid scene where uh, Junk uses electric ill power, and he shocks them all while making the rock hand signs. That's a terrible panel. It's awful. We have an even worse panel of him resuscitating Dawkin. We, we only have one terrible. artist on this, right? Yeah, yeah, it looks horrible, though. Well, I was going to say, it looks the like, art uh, almost looks like it changed. A little bit, yeah, it kind of goes back and forth between looking very, like, anime cartoon and, I don't know. So then uh, Scale and Endo and Nero attack the Red Hood, I mean Shogun. And then uh, X-23 stabs Mr. Sinister through the floor, through his foot, but he eye blasts her. And says all of the control words at once, they say. Yes, and you can tell because they're all green and slimy and running together. Yes. And then Mystique's ship falls through the skylight. And then Sabretooth, even though he's controlled, reacts to it. <laughs> so what do you think of the art in this one? Um, I am not this artist's biggest fan. There are some highlights, but overall I didn't really like it that much. I, I found a lot of issues with proportion and um, just how things were drawn. It seemed very amateurish, yeah. which considering the cover is so awesome. Yeah, we were I disappointed. I was really disappointed. Yeah. So do you think our story actually ended up going anywhere? No. <laughs> All right, I want to... Uh, little time machine. Wayne's World. <laughs> you know, we kind of disagreed on something a long time ago. Okay. Um, Why do I feel like you put this in your phone so you could bring it up later? No, just remind me if I'm remembering this wrong. Or okay. correct me, I mean, if I'm, re- if I'm remembering this wrong, but I don't think I am. We kind of got towards the end of Paul Cornell's Wolverine run. Okay. If I remember correctly, your, your assessment was that the end of that run... In and of itself was not bad, but that, in your opinion, it took so long to get there, you didn't care anymore. Right. And so you gave it low marks because it just, it was, it was too late. Yep. Okay. That's kind of where I am in this series. (laughs) I feel like they're trying to, like, make something happen, but it's too late for me. Yeah. I've I've checked out. Yeah. I just, I don't care. And and we'll talk more about this next issue. Even when Ray Fox has good plot points, I don't like his dialogue. I just, it is a little weird. I love Charles Soule, even though I haven't loved all of what he's done in this series. But I like Charles Soule a lot. I do not have the same affinity anymore for Ray Fox. I don't, I don't mean to dump on the guy. I'm sure he's a fine writer. I just, I don't, these characters don't feel. There's like nothing cohesive anymore about it. Yeah, I don't know. It feels disjointed, and what should have been a really cool fight between these Dokken clones just kind of ended up not really doing anything. And we have this showdown with Sinister that, I mean, our best scene is him drinking Starbucks with a knife. and then Looking uh, like X- the Joker? Yeah, and then X-23. Yeah, and the other best scene is he's actually the Joker. And then the other best scene is when uh, X-23 stabs him through the floor through the foot. And X-23 doesn't even look like X-23. Nope, she doesn't. And she doesn't look like she's jumping. She looks like she's a... A monkey. No, she looks like a a bent-up action figure. 
that wasn't supposed to have been that way. Oh, I viewed it as like a kid on the monkey bars. Like No, that that has like fluidity and motion. This does has none of that. Anyway, uh when are you gonna grade uh Wolverine's number seventeen? It's gonna get two out of six. Yeah. It's yeah, just the art was bad and what should have been this really cool moment of Sinister using all the control words just didn't feel like it mattered. No. Yet. So I'm gonna give it the same grade. Um cover aside, I'm gonna give number seventeen two out of six claws. All right, let's move on to the next. Number eighteen is still written by Ray Fox, so I'm hoping that means Charles Soule is gonna write the last two. Fingers crossed. Yep. Art by Jonathan Marks, colors by Lee Luffridge. Letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Woo-hoo. And the cover again by Wando, this time looking more like Wando. Um, and basically, Sinister is trying to eat the Wolverines. He looks a giant like the Joker Sinister. again. Again, yeah, a little bit. And this this cover really chat my hide. Why is that? Okay. Because he's eating them like little hors d'oeuvres? No, that's that's silly. Fine, whatever. Symbolic. That's fine. I don't really have a major problem with that. My major problem is... We've had this logo this whole series, our Wolverines logo, and it's three claws like slicing through the page. Right. To make the W. Right. Then on this cover, Dawkins' hand also makes a W, then it's sitting right next to the W from the logo. So it's like two W's. If you're going to do that, then just make those three fingers the W for the Wolverines instead of having like a double W. So a quadrant, a quadru. A quadru. That's my new word. A quadru. I think you're overanalyzing. I think it's bad placement of the hand. I do agree they could have designed this a little bit better, but I also understand that from a brand standpoint, every issue has had that W with the claws in it. Uh Uh-huh, which is a cool logo. Right, and so I can see where they didn't want to get rid of it. Right, so Dawkins should have made a fist. Plus, quite yeah, he should have made a fist, and quite honestly, I think if he used their hand, people would have read it as Wolverines. Right, plus his thumb is coming out of the bottom of his palm. He has a big broken square hand. Sinister looks cool. Uh, I don't really like anything else about the cover. I, I, this cover wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Right, so... Take us home. What happens in this chapter? What's what's the short version? The short version? Yeah. Uh, So everybody gets uncontrolled and junk dies. (laughs) Okay. All right. So the ship crashes into Arcadia. It blows up the base. Everything's blowing up Bond style. Uh, Sinister six the Wolverines on the Weapon X rejects. The Weapon X rejects feel betrayed. There's a really awesome full-page splash of Sabretooth attacking X-23. That actually was a cool page. Yeah. Um, and then Shogun starts using the words one at a time to free them. Yes. These are the, the freedom words. That, so they have no, no one can control them anymore. Right. So he gets X-23, Death Strike. Unfortunately, Mystique comes in and throws a massive hissy fit. She doesn't want Sabretooth released. She doesn't want anybody released. So she does a sonic ear blocker so that Sabretooth cannot hear Ufbert, which is his freedom word. So he's still going berserk. And X-23 tries to get him off a scale, but she can't. So he rips off his head. In a very brutal, nasty, full-page panel. Uh, no, he rips off junk. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I meant junk. That was actually a surprise to me. Yeah, me too. I don't miss him, but it was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a strong character to begin with. He was one of those Enterprise guys Plus, in the red I, shirts. Right. 
Yeah, he was in a red shirt. Plus, after that stupid, I'm in a rock concert, electric eel <laughs> panel, I wanted him to die. So blame the other artist. But anyway, or maybe the writer. I don't know who did that. But anyway, X-23 is visibly upset. Junk goes crazy and starts trying to kill Sabretooth. Then for some reason, Mystique turns off her sonic blocker. And so Red Hood, not Red Hood, um, Shogun is able to say his word. He's like, why did it, why did it take so long? And then, um, why is Shogun dying? I forget. I don't, they don't really explain it. But then again, like Mystique's going up to people and shooting them. Yeah, she's but, shooting everybody. Yeah, but she okay, she Endo. shoots Sabretooth. In he can't head. die. I know, and she knows that too. She's just throwing a fit. She didn't get her way, and her, her plane got all messed up, and uh, I'm going to shoot everybody. She's such a whiny baby. Yeah, she is. I don't like this mystique. I don't it's like It's not her, her, like, manipulating, controlling things, being smart and sexy and whatever. It's just her just running around being a five-year-old. <laughs> she's, she's basically toddling her, toddle, toddlering her mission. Yeah. Um. She didn't get her way. And uh, so Shogun's dying, and Lady Deathstrike's like, No, don't die. I miss you. And he's like, Oh, Ongun will get out and find another body. You're he's good. Like, he's like, No, but I'll miss you. And so Mystique says, You're all going to do what I say. I killed everybody. And X 23's like, The heck we are. And then she looks around, and literally four people are left alive. <laughs> we have X 23, Sabretooth, Mystique, and Lady Deathstrike. So all of the... Uh, all of our Wolverines are, are still alive dead. and all our Weapon X rejects now wait, are we appear sure? to be dead. Now where's Dawkins? What happened to Dawkins? Oh, I don't know. Because he, he never did get his healing factor back. I don't know what's going on with him. But, um, I'm also bummed because uh, they made this big deal about not showing Shogun's face. Oh, now his mask is broken. And you still can't see it. No, because Marx is messy. Yes. So it doesn't look like Wolverine. Like was inferred at the beginning of this series, which seems so long ago. I feel like I got gypped. I will say overall, I thought his art was better. I did like um, the art on this. I yeah, just, I was some really, really cool panels too. I was really but, bummed that you're going to show half of Shogun's face. But it doesn't mean anything. No. Yeah. And maybe it's not supposed to. Maybe it was just he couldn't handle looking at himself. Right. I don't know. But while I did like the art overall better, it was still prone to some of his weakness, which is just kind of messy. I don't know what's going on in some of the fighting and stuff like that. Um, it's just really hard to tell what some of the action is sometimes. But yeah, so we have uh, Sinister using the guys. I guess he gets away. And then Shogun has to, to bust his plan and use all of the control words to set him free. But then everybody dies. I really just don't like what Mystique does here. Um, no. And not because, I don't know, like, I, I, feel, just, like I she feel like had... she would adapt. The Mystique I know would adapt her mission. And yeah, she'd be mad. And she might even shoot Sabretooth in the head. But unless she just feels like whatever her plan was no longer involves these guys, I just don't understand why she's just throwing such a hissy fit. Well, that and this whole time she's had like a plan and a checklist. And she literally was like, darn it. Um, Nothing's ever going my way. The right. world is out to get me. Yeah, I just I didn't like the characterization. No. Um, but I'm going to give this a little bit higher grade. I'm going to give this Wolverine's number 18, three out of six claws. I'm also going to give it three out of six. It gets a little bit higher, Mark, not because of the storyline, but because of the art was better. There were some really cool panels, and 
The idea, like, I like the idea of Mystique blocking Sabretooth so he couldn't hear the word. Yeah. And I like him going nuts. I don't even mind him killing, killing uh, Junk. I'm going to miss Shogun a little bit. I kind of hope he doesn't die. He's dying at the end here. I'm I, I wouldn't hoping. mind seeing him make it. And scale, maybe. The rest, okay, I won't miss at all. I thought Shogun and all them all had a healing factor. No, they didn't. Oh, they wanted they the other They wanted teams. it so they could okay. not, not, not expire. Gotcha. Remember? Of course, now they're all expired. <laughs> yeah, Oops. it doesn't matter. Well, anyway, that's, uh, that's two issues of Wolverine's. Hey, hey, we're the Wolverines. People say we snicked around, but we're too busy healing for anyone to keep us down. Okay, next up, it's time for, hey, remember when Wolverine was alive? We have a little bit of a cheat. Uh, Wolverine is in a photograph in the background of Guardians team up number five, but it was a fun issue, and I wanted to talk about it for just a second. And I got a little surprise. My wife. Say hi. Yeah, <laughs> it's not you. <laughs> no, my wife has been replaced by my son. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. All right, so this is written by Andy Lanning and Andy Smith. So little Andy and Andy, attorneys at law. Art is Gustavo Duarte. Colors are Marcello Maiolo, and letters are by VCs Corey Pettit. You have to say woohoo. Woohoo. Poopity doo doo. And the cover is by Humberto Ramos and Edgar Delgado. I really like this cover a lot. Um, but it looks a lot more different than what you see in the actual. Yes, it's very different. Uh, but this is some of Ray- this is Ramos at his best. Uh, Rocket Raccoon standing in front with a giant gun. Well, it looks like a like a fat machine gun. Yeah. Without the long thing. Yes, with no barrel. And then uh, in the background we have Zabu, the saber-toothed tiger from the Savage Land. We have Lockjaw, the Inhuman. We have. Thorg, I think that's his name. Uh, the Frog Thor. Or or maybe it's Thor the Frog of Thunder. I can't remember. Um, and then we have Lockheed. Uh, that's an awesome cover. Of course, these are our pet Avengers. The only thing I didn't like as an X-Men fan, we have Lockheed on the cover, but he's not in the issue at all. So that was kind of a bummer. Yeah, I didn't see him in there. Nope, too. he wasn't there. All right, so basically we have Rocket Raccoon on guard duty in nowhere. He actually looks like a little baby rocket raccoon whenever he's at the table right here. Yes. He's like, me, 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 me. Yeah, he does. The art is very cutesy. And it's kind of like the um the other rocket raccoons that I have. Yes, it looks a lot like the art from the uh, Rest in Peace recent rocket raccoon series that just ended. I'm going to miss that series. Wait, what? It ended? Yeah, it ended. Oh. It's done. What happens? <laughs> you have you read it all. Oh. Yeah, it's got to be replaced by a group series. So. Oh wow, that's yeah. just weird. 
Yeah, so anyway, uh, he's hanging out with guard duty with Cosmo, the space dog from Russia. And they're uh, talking about how important it is to monitor the cosmos. And, and Rocket can't wait to drink his uh, Aconte Blubber Ale. So space beer. Basically. But Cosmo says, nope, no drinking on the job. And he uses, I guess, does he have telekinesis? He's got like... You know how sometimes dogs have that weird cone thing? Well, he has it on. and Well, that's part of his space helmet, (laughs) but it does look like a cone. But it's like, it's got little pink things, and it's grabbing the soda. I think that's his power. I think he has mental powers. So he's making the soda float away, and Rocket can't find him. In one of my favorite panels, he goes, no! It's an all-white background with big red letters. But he traces Cosmo to earth and he goes and he misses what uh the red button that says warning warning so he leaves but then we get to our one wolverine reference all the pet avengers are playing poker where's the wolverine so there's a picture of wolverine on the wall in the back (laughs) oh i didn't see that but there's also a picture of the thing uh, my favorite is that Lockjaw has the beer. So our, our poker game is Cosmo. We have Hairball, the cat. We have Red Wing, which is Cap Falcon's bird. We have Throg. Uh, we have Zabu. And we have Miss Lion, who's the dog from the uh, old Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends cartoon on TV. Who's the saber-toothed tiger supposed to be as? That's Zabu. He's from the Savage Land. Yeah, but who's the original Avengers that shit? Oh, no, no one. Oh. He is uh, Kazar's buddy. Because all Kazar's the others, like a caveman type Because guy. all the others are based off of, like, actual... Oh, no, Cosmo's not. But these yeah, three are based off of actual Avengers. Yes. And then we're interrupted by Vulture Von Doom and the Pets of Evil Masters, which I thought was a fantastic name. Of course, you know, the masters of evil are real bad guys, but these are the pets of evil masters. I thought that was really funny. And for some reason, Dr. Doom's vulture looks very, very weird. He's got a funky-looking beak. He's got giant eyes. For some reason, he's got a weird wire thing coming out of his back. Huh? That's the hump of his neck. His vultures have hunch necks. But look, they also have the thing coming down here. So which way is his neck? It's it's curvy like a velociraptor. (laughs) That's weird. We have Thori, Loki's hellhound. We have Falconia, Lady Falcona's familiar. We have Mikol, one of the red ghost super apes. We have Tiger Wild, Dr. Doom's attack tiger. We have Cuddles, Princess (laughs) Python's killer snake. And my favorite... It's Bitey McSpidey Bite, a mutant radioactive spider. <laughs> um, the thing that Cuddles reminds me of is in Jetpack Joyride, you have this upgrade called Mr. Cuddles. The dragon thing that you get looks very similar to that snake. Oh, okay. Because it's got the snake swarm and it, it doesn't have any wings. It looks like the same snake, so. That's cool. I feel like it's based off the Mr. Cuddles. Maybe so. So, anyway, our pets of evil masters take our good pets out and capture them. And Rocket crawls out of the rubble. Where did one go? My beer! <laughs> 
So then uh, Cosmo and Miss Tiger are still there. And uh, Cosmo finds them. Then we go to Castle Doom. Where we have an awesome scene of Vulture Von Doom making an evil villain pose that looks just like a picture of Doctor Doom in the background. It kind of looks like it's actually a screen. Like he's yeah, seeing. I think he's like FaceTiming him and he's doing. The, so. He's mocking him. Maybe. And he's doing an evil monologue and he is looking for the cosmic and the Infinity Gems, which is a carryover from Lockjaw and the Pet Avengers miniseries. But of course, Rocket and Cosmo show up, and they shoot all the beer, and it explodes and covers <laughs> everybody in a Conti blubber. Then our heroes fight back and win. We have an awesome, we actually have a snitch in this issue. Hairball uh, snicks his uh, little kitty cat claws on a wild tiger's head. And then, of course, Rocket saves the day and rips off uh, Vulture Von Doom's mask. Vulture Von Doom's like, no, don't look at me. I'm ugly, hideous. And what does Rocket say? Dude, you're a vulture. What do you expect? Yes? Yeesh. Yeah, that's pretty funny. The one thing I realized, instead of a normal vulture, he kind of looks like a turkey vulture. All right, so then we go to Planet Klaatu. He's in a pyramid. Yes, he is. A space pyramid. He is, and he says, I am Grot. And Rocket says, yeah, well, that line's taken. (laughs) And Lockjaw teleports him away. Then Rocket Raccoon goes to play poker with all his friends. And he gets his beer back. And everybody has fun. So what do you think of the art? Oh, I thought it was good. Yeah, that was good too. Like I said, it looked a lot like the uh, Rocket Raccoon series. Um, What do you think of the story? It was good. Yeah, I liked it. It was silly, but it was silly in a good, fun way. And it it felt like a a Saturday morning cartoon, I thought. And so that was good. I guess so. So what are you going to grade Guardians Team Up number five? Out of six claws, how many do you give it? Five out of six. Five out of six claws from Ethan. Okay, well, I'm also going to give it five out of six claws. I thought it was cute and fun and funny. And for what it was, I thought they did a fantastic job. Plus, this cover is just so awesome. I know. (laughs) So, all right. Well, hey, I know it barely counted, but uh, that was, um, hey, remember when Wolverine was alive? All right, last but not least, we have our Wolverine Roundup. Yee-haw! Ethan? What? Oh, my wife's back. Hi, Denise. Oh, I didn't realize this segment was coming on after Ethan's segment. Yeah, no big deal. My wife became my son, and then my son became my wife. Just a typical day in the Marvel Universe. (laughs) Well, um... Yeah, there's a lot of ramifications to that that we won't go into. (laughs) Time-space continuum is broken! (laughs) A.K.A. Ethan went to bed. (laughs) Yeah, right. Anyway, uh, our pussycat Sabretooth is an Uncanny Avengers number four. And he's not quite the pussycat in this No, we get some old-school Sabretooth a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, this is a counter-evolutionary part four. Written by Rick Remender and Jerry Dugan. Art by Daniel Acuna. Letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. And cover is by Acuna. No, it's not. Is that what it says? That's what it says, but it's not. 
No, this cover is very definitely by you. 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 Me. No, not you, you. Oh. Linio, you. No, I secretly like have a weekend job where I design comic book covers. They're called napkin art. (laughs) Yes. You put those on Twitter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you follow Denise on Twitter, you can see all her often comic book related napkin art for our son. Yeah. It's really pretty killer. So every day, just so y'all know who don't follow, every day I draw. Shame on you, first of all. Yeah. Well, I will say, if you do try to follow me on Twitter, you have to send a request. It'd probably be better if you... I'm sorry. I don't want people like... I'm just weird that way. Anyway, if you send me a request, I'll totally follow you and let you follow me. Just send me a little message that says, hey, I follow the podcast that goes snick. Otherwise, you go in the decline pile. If I can't find you on his Such Twitter, a snob. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, if my mother wouldn't read my Twitter account. Wow. Uh, wow. Well. Anyway, so every day I draw a new napkin for our son, and um, the running joke is it's napkin art hashtag Sharpie because they're all drawn on Sharpie, which makes it even more interesting to with draw. With Sharpie. Oh, sorry, with yeah. Sharpie, which makes it even more interesting to draw on because you have to worry about the Sharpie bleeding and. <laughs> can't put a whole lot of detail into things but anyway you should follow it because i try to make them fun yeah and they are anyway but <laughs> this cover is not napkin art but it is scarlet witch and quicksilver on their quest to solve their daddy issues we have a very tough looking high evolutionary yeah he's kind of like rocky looking yeah yeah very 90s looking and he's got energy hands and salad bowls yeah, mm-hmm. or paper plates. <laughs> Something. Yeah. yeah, all over his armor. But yeah, yeah I, I like this cover. It's pretty cool. I really like the colors. I like it too, except uh, I have one flaw with it. Okay. So Scarlet Witch looks like she's trying to do the little heart with her hand thing. Oh, she is. She loves Quicksilver oh, and okay. High Evolutionary and, oh. uh, and the reader. Okay. She's full of love. That's why her costume, costume is, is red. Valentine's colors, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So remember, um, all our Uncanny Avengers went to Counter Earth because we're trying to figure out what's going on with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch's dad because we know it's not Magneto and they're no longer mutant. So what are we? I don't know. Identity Quest. Go! And so the other Uncanny Avengers had to follow them, which led everybody to be captured. And... There's an evolutionary war coming, you know, because we have all these rejects from the high evolutionaries' experiments that are starting a revolution. That's where we start off. So we get a flashback of Wanda back in her Wungador days, uh, and her and Quicksilver are in trouble with an angry mob, but Magneto rescues them. But she regrets it. Wanda's like, if I had known the path he had for us, I would have rather the mob had killed us. Yep. But that's not what happened. Nope. Then uh, they confront High Evolutionary because he's making them float. And uh, they say, are you our daddy? Who's your daddy? Yeah. And then uh, what's his name? Oh, what's the guy? Maury Povich comes out (laughs) and opens his envelope. And no, it's not. So High Evolutionary says, "This this is what he did, according to him. He took them as babies, performed Whee! some experiments. Mm. They would not breastfeed off of his armor nipples, so he gave them back to his par- their parents and just pretended they were mutants. Yes, but he also wonders if they're not what he wanted them to live up to be because of their 
parents that he gave back to. Nature um, versus nurture. But according to this, the Maximovs are their real parents. Okay. So So they were and they were just altered by the high evolutionary. Which they were normal kids. Kind of a sucky origin story for a retcon, but whatever. Yeah, but it I would also... have preferred the inhuman angle. But I guess you can't because they never went through pterogenesis. So I guess that's ruled out. And they're not mutants. So what's left? I mean, it's got to be a science experiment, right? Right. Which kind of ties back to the Age of Ultron movie, sort of. Yes. This is more similar to that. There's kind of random experiments. Right. That time it was Hydra. This time it's a pink armor guy. Yeah. Anyway, Quicksilver doesn't believe him. Says it's all lies and misdirection. And Scarlet Witch with her polygraph power says, no, I I don't think he is lying. Yeah, I think because I can not see him smile. He's telling the truth. But then we go out and High Evolutionary's daughter, who they helped pave the way for, their failures led to her perfection. Hey, gotta start somewhere. Hey, try and try again, right? That's the High Evolutionary's model. That's right. Anyway, he has a bunch of people that remind me of Ninja Turtles. We have a Bebop and Rocksteady <laughs> and a Hippo guy. We'll call him Chubbs. Then an Alligator guy. And they're all fighting with the High Evolutionary's daughter, but they're... They're no match. Yeah. No, she's blasting them. She's putting them on blast with her laser beams. Choo, 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 choo. Pew, pew. Anyway, Sabretooth on his High Evolutionary Controlled Leaf... I'm sorry, leash. <laughs> Leaf. But it turns off. Bink. And it literally says off. Sabretooth's like, oh. He has a very walking S- dead look in his eyes. Yeah. So what do you think happened here? Do you think somehow Scarlet Witch like reached out and turned him off? I have no idea. I actually like flipped back and forth a couple of times through the pages trying to find a clue as to what turned it off. I'm kind of wondering if, okay, so you see in the one panel where it's lit up orange to show. Yeah, that's, show. that's the power is on. Right. Well, I'm and wondering we if that got that severed. Off. Yeah. I'm just wondering if that cord that runs down the back got severed. I don't know. And that's why it's off. Somebody turned it off, I think. I don't know if it was Scarlet Witch or, or something Yeah, but else. she can't. I mean, they can't use their powers. No, I don't know. Mm. That's how they get out. Yes, but she, they're not embraced in orange light anymore. <laughs> okay. It's the magic orange light. Uh, well, maybe it's Dr. Voodoo. I don't know. Or maybe it's just a, a power failure. Maybe they need better batteries maybe. on counter-Earth. Well, the reason why I say it snapped is because look in this panel on the next page. It doesn't connect anymore. That guy's still holding it in the background. Yeah, but is He's it still on a leash? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, he is on a leash. Yeah, but so it's just not powered on. Maybe he accidentally turned it on. The doggy wanted to play fetch, so he... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Either way, it turns off and he's no longer under their control. He has a mind of his own. And he's like, hmm, everything smells like death. I wonder what's going on. And then he hears uh, Rocksteady and Bebop disparagingly talk about the uh, other people. And Sabretooth's like, okay, well, I'm not on their side. Right. And he goes after uh, the high evolutionary's daughter. What's her name? It's something I can't pronounce. Name? She does. It's... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. It's something. She's something. That outfit, man. What is it? I'm sure we'll run across it. Yeah, but I want to know now. 
Oh, well. I want it all. I want it all. How about we Google it? How about you Google it? All right, I'm Googling it. I'm going to keep reading the comic over again. Hi, uh... Luminous. Oh, my gosh. Luminous. That's she the is most luminous. horrible name ever. Well, I'll be editing all that out. <laughs> all that. Anyway, Sabretooth attacks her, and he actually hurts her. Ooh. Yeah. And he says, and we get a really good, like, inner dialogue with him. He goes, um, needed this. A good excuse to let the feral out. Since my heart went all sunshine-like, been afraid I wouldn't have it in me when, it, when the time came, then I'd choke. Get good people killed. But I managed just fine. Thought of protecting that flock of frails helps. So even though he's a pussycat nice guy, he still says frails. Yeah. Um, Logan always said he could control the beast. Use it for the ugly work that keeps people safe. His personal penance. Some rationale. He knew deep down, like we all do, ain't no redeeming the blood on our hands, but at least the man tried. Which was a damn sight more than I ever did. All those years wasted, wallowing in my hate like a pig. Now Logan's gone, with the ugly still out there. And he breaks Bebop's back over his shoulders. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the low evolutionary, who is high evolutionary's failure of a son, Daddy issues abound in well, this comic. Hang on, before you you go into that, I think we need to bring up a good point that I think Sabretooth realized how Wolverine handled the rage. Like he can't stop it; he's gonna feel it. Right, he's got to focus it. Right, so it's like, well, we'll focus it on people that aren't so nice, right, and then it's okay. <laughs> Those people deserve some slicing. Yeah, I actually loved that revelation in Sabretooth. Yeah. That was like, oh, I can be mean, and I don't have to go after, like, good people. This is awesome. All right, so then uh, the low evolutionary says, thank you, question mark, as Sabretooth runs off to do some more slicing and dicing. We go back to the ghost town temple where uh, Brother Voodoo lets these spirits know he can cast one spell and one spell only. So make it good. Yeah, you can cross over and be at peace. Or I can give you form so you can enact your vengeance as a ghost. But you cannot do both. Nope. Choose wisely. So then we go back to the weird battle of the planets. Beacon-nosed guy. And the robots bring him Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. No longer in orange light. And they use their powers to escape. Uh, Quicksilver vibrates out of the robot. But the ladies like him. (laughs) Oh my god. We were keeping this clean. (laughs) And then Scarlet Witch does whatever it is she does. Pink. Yeah. And um, dee, dee, then Quicksilver dee, 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 sets Rogue free. Dee, dee, dee. What? I'm singing the I Dream oh, the- of Genie song. <laughs> yeah. And Rogue breaks uh, Birdman's ankle. Ouch. Rogue's pretty Yeah, really brutal. And she's like, what'd you do to Mr. Uh, Wonder Man? I wouldn't call him Mr. Wonder Man. Uh, what'd you do to Mr. Wonder Man? I can't feel him anymore. And he's like, I can't undo it. Yeah. And Quicksilver knocks him out and says, we'll figure it out later. So they get away. Then we have another conversation between Vision and Eve. And Eve's like, I know you're snooping around in the files, but it's okay because we have to protect our children. Hmm. They have little baby Vision androids. So we know that Vision's hard drive is not defective. <laughs> and they weren't using a portable flash drive 
for protection. <laughs> Maybe should have gone with firewall. <laughs> they put the firewall down. <laughs> yes. They used a firewire yeah. connection. Right. But because Ethernet was babies. too slow. What? <laughs> Ethernet was too slow. Yes, it was. He was straight up T1 connection, baby. <laughs> but all this comes with a choice. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah. Eve gives him an ultimatum to her 1,000 baby daddy. <laughs> she, He can go try to save his friends, or she's going to take her million babies and run, and he can come with her to protect their children. Or pay child support. Yes. <laughs> if you go save the Avengers, I'm going to need $2 million a month in child support. Good luck with that. Or one. at least three rams per second, or what? I don't know, whatever a really high gigabyte per second is. Uh, a gigabyte? Sure. She needs a fire wire. Yep. So Fiber. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> I love how we're trying to make this. It's not working. <laughs> no. It's not. It's, it's, we're failing. The high evolutionary is going to come purge our podcast. <laughs> and it needs to be funnier. That's because you have a margarita and I have water. There's no sweet tea. So anyway, we go back to the battle. Um, I almost said back to the bottle. I should have. <laughs> we go back to the battle, and Luminous is back in the fight. She zaps Sabretooth with a cream. And he's kind of on fire. And she ages his soul, which ages his body as well. And he turns into a really old man Sabretooth. Like 10,000-year-old man yeah. Sabretooth. Which, and he looks like maybe 78. So yeah. <laughs> that healing factor still works pretty good. Yep. But High Evolutionary stops him and says, No, man, stop. This creature's resilience mustn't go to waste. Now go finish purging. I do love how like a few panels after that, he's like, hmm, the problem with the rhino people is this. But I can work with that. Yep, need to fix Rocksteady. But he gets blasted by his son. And right before he's about to go supernova fist on him, Quicksilver runs up and grabs his hand. Not sure what that actually does, but um, then Scarlet Witch and Rogue show up, but High Evolutionary stops them and brings up his tree people. And one of them is, of course, Captain America, Falcon Cap. And he reaches for his shield and it says Avengers Assemble and holds his shield up in the air, so he's not a whole tree person. He's like a partial tree person. Yep, he's still Avenger. He's an Avenger root. Yes, he does have a Woody, <laughs> but he's still an Avenger. Oh my goodness. And that's where we'll leave off to be concluded. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So, what do you think of the art in this one? I thought it was okay. Oh. I enjoyed it. I liked it. But I wasn't like, ooh, nice. I thought it was pretty cool, but I like Acuna. I think he fits these type of stories. Yeah. So, which I've said all that before. Right. Yeah. I, thought I, was, I still thought it was really good. I thought um, the battle scenes were pretty amazing. Yeah. I think for as much of what was going on, and it could look very muddied up and overdrawn it uh was very simplified and beautiful and yet still gave you that sense of chaos right of course i love his colors too really like his colors yeah a lot. i do not like the outfit on luminous well you know she has a figure skating championship to win when this is over so yeah i just i wish the costumes were more like realistic well that is realistic for counter earth Okay, we're going to paint our uniform on us. Yeah, cosplay. Yeah. All right, well, what do you think of the story? It was okay. 
I was a little disappointed in their origins or um, yeah, Quicksilver really kn- and Scarlet Witch's origins. I don't really know what the option is, but yeah, I am too. Especially, even though I have been enjoying this story, I'm historically not a high evolutionary fan, so to have their origin completely tied to him doesn't really excite me. Like, it's okay, like you said, but it's not exciting. I think it would have been more exciting had he been like, I found these two screaming kids near a dumpster and picked them up and realized they had powers, but I had no use for them. Or I took what I needed from you and I put you in an orphanage and you were adopted. So like they kind of get an answer, right? but they're still not there yet. Yeah, I don't know. And like I said, once you when you rule out mutants and inhumans, I mean, you kind of limit what you're playing with there because you don't want to make them completely foreign to what they are so you gotta right i mean i don't know that a nuclear reactor went off right the ooze they've yes. they, they were birthed in the ooze yeah as far as the battle i thought it was fine i like the little and the ninja turtle creatures fighting uh vision has a tough choice to make that was kind of cool um when are you gonna grade uncanny avengers number four i'm gonna give it four out of six i'm also gonna give it four out of six Four out of six claws for both of us. And that is our Wolverine Roundup. Yeehaw! <laughs> okay, so that's going to do it for episode 128, May 2015, part one. Um, yeah, so I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, do you want to point out, or kind of bring this up now, so in case I'm right, <laughs> I can have it on record. Uh, so one of the books we will be talking about during Secret Wars is Deadpool's Secret Secret Wars. Deadpool's Secret Secret Wars? Yeah. So Deadpool from nowadays goes back to the original Secret Wars. And I'm pretty sure he's going to be making fun of everything. So I just want to throw it out there. Listen to our flashback of the original Secret Wars two-parter with Jack and Dan from Intracomics Podcast because... I don't know what the over-under is of how many of his jokes are going to be the same as ours. (laughs) But I bet there's at least one. (laughs) So anyway, hashtag lawyer up. Um, (laughs) So anyway, um, but yeah, so I don't know what exactly will be next, but it'll be something and it'll be fun. It'll be snick-tastic. Oh my goodness. We are not funny tonight. fantastic um yeah so uh please leave an itunes review like the facebook page twitter is at snickcast um show notes and i almost said show tunes there are no show tunes show notes and i don't such. know i think we should make a, a cd of our of our, our jingles s- yeah yeah okay yeah we'll sell them for like a dollar for the whole album <laughs> Anyway, show notes and such can be found on snickcast.podbean.com. Yeah, I guess that's about it. You want to follow my napkin art? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's your Twitter? I'm at D-A-S underscore Venable. So, yeah, you can follow her stuff on there and all her running. And my workouts. I was running. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm not exciting like Jason is. You're going to get napkin art in the morning. A run at some point in the middle of the day and probably some Nike training club later in the evening. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. But if you do want to see the napkin art or you can follow me on Instagram, just send me a little note that you want to see the napkin art and yes. I'll approve you. Yes. Again, you must clarify yourself or she will shut you down. And I've done it before because I couldn't figure out 
<laughs> Ooh, people were. So anyway, uh, that's it. So until next time, hugs and snicks. Bye. Bye.